You've tuned into the Are You Screening podcast, originally live and an effort to bring you instant reactions to films. We try to stick to that theory and bring you unedited, unfiltered, and largely off-the-cuff opinions of movies, along with interviews, industry news, and hopefully a lot more. Thanks for listening, and let's get right to this week's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Are You Screening podcast. I am your host, AreYouScreening.com's own Mark Eastman. And with me, as always, is co-host extraordinaire Shane Leonard. Hello. And uh, this week, we're going to be doing 65, uh, which is uh, kind of, you know, for me, kind of a confusing movie when I first went in because yeah, uh, for months and months, I've been, you know, I mean, obviously getting crap from the movies and all blah, blah, blah. And, you know, for the longest time, I thought the name of this movie was 65 million years ago. Yeah. Because everything right. that I've ever seen of it said 65 million years ago. It just always says that. Right. right. And then I'm like, you know, getting closer and closer. And then I start getting stuff. Uh, the new movie 65. And I'm right. like, um, yeah, right. What is that again? Oh, wait. Anyway. Yeah. Yep. Um, but it is actually just called 65. Right. So uh, take that before we get uh, into the into the movie. And, uh, you know, there's uh, so many movies now, actually. It's actually it, it, it's yeah. very strange for this early in the year. Yeah. For the, for there to be so many movies that I'm like, I did see that. I wanted to see that. I mean, you know, there's there's what you have to watch anyway. And it's next in the rotation. And, right. and you just watch stuff. And so. That actually doesn't change over time. That's always the same, right? But when you actually are kind of interested in things, yeah. like, man, for like March, there's a weird amount of stuff that is kind of interesting looking. Yeah. Especially even some stuff where uh, I'm like, why is this coming out now? Like, you should save this for, especially if you count March and April. Yeah. You go like all March and April. There are a lot of movies that I'm like, why is this not coming out in November when people will still remember it? Or yeah, right. <laughs> but anyway, uh, before we get into that, uh, the Oscars happened. Yes. So we have to talk about that at least a little bit. Although uh, it's kind of easy to talk about, and we have to talk about <laughs> Critics' Choice uh, so that we can mention things I voted for or right. didn't vote for or whatever. Um, but it is kind of funny. I was uh, watching the Oscars some. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, wasn't complete, I wasn't completely invested. Because I felt like uh, there were not great stakes this year, right? And uh, you and I were talking about this uh, yeah. just before the Oscars, right. really. It was like, well, either... Just everything everywhere all at once is going to win everything. Right. Or, uh, man, get your dartboard out. Yeah, right. right. It's going to be scattered. Yeah, it's, I agree. It's going to be, yep. it's going to be completely crazy. And uh, like we always try to remind people, um, that everything everywhere all at once won a jillion awards. Yeah. Uh, and it won them with... 16% of the vote and don't fool yourself that it didn't. Right. Right. Uh, I, I really cannot stress often enough or strongly enough. Uh, the weird thing that is voting for stuff. And especially when you have 10, uh, especially when you have right? so many. Yeah. Um, hard enough when you got five, but. you know, those things didn't get nominated because no one voted for them in the first place. Right. <laughs> right. Or because, or right. Because there's no, and the Academy is like so many voters. Oh yeah. Uh I mean you've got like you've got lots of awards going on where you've got uh various guilds. Those are enough people there. Yeah. Right? And yeah, you've got even the uh the critics choice, um, which now is up to man, close to like three fifty, I think. Yeah. I could be wrong about that, but it's somewhere in the area of 300, like give or take a bunch. I don't know exactly how many people, but, right. but when I joined the critics choice, which is a really long time ago, um, you know, I, I feel like it was about a hundred. Yeah. Like, wow. There, there was like about a hundred voters. Yeah. And, uh, and so now that's true. That's still like a lot of people voting sure. for stuff, but you get, uh, but none of them compare right, right to right. the Oscars, which yeah. is just. I mean, everyone who's 
ever been in a movie, right? <laughs> practically, yep. Or or worked on one in any way, yeah. Or you know, whatever. There's there's tons of voters, and so you've got all these different. First of all, you've got all the voters, uh, you know, who worked on Avatar, yeah. Which is uh, takes us back to Titanic winning mm-hmm. a lot of shit because. Yeah. Uh, you know, I just like to bag on James Cameron know. At, yeah. at any this opportunity. But, you know, when Titanic won all kinds of awards, I mean, they actually, people actually talked about it. Yeah. And nobody talks about this stuff. Not anymore. Like ever. Like this. And never did. Yeah. Right. Like never did throughout history. But when Titanic won stuff, people actually started talking about it. Because, mm-hmm. you know, something like one eighth of every Academy voter worked on that movie in yeah. one way or another, got right. paid something by that yeah. movie. Yep. And you're like, well now. Yeah. Hang on a minute. <laughs> this might make sense why you're winning everything. Uh anyway, but everything everywhere all at once. And uh we were talking about it because we were like, well, either it's 18%. Right. Or it's like 16%, and then it's going to mess things up, yeah. and the splits will be in on everything, and who knows what will come in right. with uh, all the things. Um, so anyway, uh, just to run through like uh, the quick comparison, basically, uh, seriously, it won everything, right? Um, yeah. It won, uh, it, it won Best Picture, obviously. Yep. Actor went to Brandon Frazier, and I just want to like run through the comparison like real quick, right? So the Oscar, uh, everything everywhere won Best Picture, also won Best Picture at the Critics' Choice. Yep. Uh, the Golden Globes gave their Best Picture awards to the Fablemans and to Banshees of Insurance. I can't give two. Uh, well, because I they because best one of, comedy or one horror of is and, a comedy. I know best comedy or horror and what best drama or <laughs> historical fiction. And I know you never know. Yeah, uh, actor went to Brendan Fraser. Yeah, uh, and also the critical gave it to him. The Golden Globes gave it to Austin Butler and Colin Farrell for the different things. Right. Um, and then actress is kind of funny too because uh, Critics' Choice gave it to Kate Blanchett. Right. The Oscars gave it to Michelle Yeoh, which it's it's really kind of funny. Even by the time we were at the Critics' Choice, the both of them were like splitting that award yeah. from everyone All else. Kinds of, Every, yeah. Everyone else who gave awards, it was right. like back and forth. Right. The Golden Globes gave it to both of them. Right. Of course, they, they figured out how Golden to make Globes. one of them a comedy bipolar awards. <laughs> one of them. Yeah. Uh, and supporting actor, uh, still went to Quan, who's, who's won it for Everywhere. like everything. He yeah. won the Critics' Choice Oscars and the Golden Globes. Yeah. Uh, supporting actress, uh, was kind of funny because the Critics' Choice gave it to Angela Bassett, the Golden Globes gave it to Angela Bassett, and the Oscar gave it to Jamie Lee Curtis. And and I think if if that speaks to anything. From my point of view, yeah, right. It's it's the sad state of supporting actress, which I feel like now I'm like three years in, at least on trying to call out supporting actress. Like they just won't get, and there are better supporting actress things than all of the nominees combined. Right, two of the nominees were from Everything Everywhere All at Once. I don't think Jamie Lee Curtis deserves it frankly I, i'm gonna i'm gonna just come right out yeah. and say it i think there are lots of other people but i also don't think angela bassett deserves no it. i think angela bassett was in a movie right and therefore right. got like nominated and, and it's i feel like it's just so weird how that category works every year yeah. there are hundreds of movies and lots of supporting actress roles right but you know it comes down it comes down really to People in the Academy, and sadly, even in the Critics' Choice, like you don't see enough movies. Then, yeah, like you're nominating stuff. Well, that's a that's a perfect. How many I've seen? I think that's a perfect example of so many things happening where the winner got thirteen percent. Yeah, you'll never know which one, and maybe it was thirteen to twelve. And right. I absolutely thought Carrie Condon was going to sneak by everybody because I thought the votes were going to be split, but. Right. That's also something where people don't realize that sometimes you look at somebody's life work, you look at somebody's impact on Hollywood, you look at somebody's personality, 
And I think people thought, and then Jamie's not going to get another nomination. Let's right, let's. Right. I'm going to vote for Jamie Lee Curtis, not for the role that right. she portrayed, and that's what you get. Yeah. And I think everybody also agrees. Angela Bassett's going to be nominated a few more times in her life. Right. You know, so I just, it's just one of those weird potluck things that you're like, look, there's so many things going on here. I'm not surprised it's dartboard. Like you literally said, you're throwing darts now. And I'm not that surprised, but okay. Yeah. But I mean, fine. Yeah. I I think it's a similar thing with Brendan Fraser winning actor. It's like everyone just wanted to vote for Brendan Fraser. And if you need any proof of that, any more proof of that than just be saying it, right? Find someone who likes that movie. I mean, <laughs> okay. I mean, nobody read, nobody yeah. read the movie. I didn't. Really. Nobody likes uh, the movie. I didn't. Yeah. I, uh, I still like him, but I didn't. There's, you know. there's not a yeah. giant clamoring <laughs> of anyone going, but wait, it wasn't nominated yeah. for best picture when right. we had 10 things, yeah. even though we have the, right. the best actor in it. No, it's on. Yeah. No, I know that's a combination of, they want Brendan Fraser. Yeah. And if you're in a role, like that where it doesn't matter who it was if you're in a role where you are just like uh a a horribly uh i don't know down traumatic role anyone could have been in that maybe they'd have gotten nominated or at least they're pretty likely to and like i said you know everyone wanted to vote for brandon frazier all right uh anyway so director uh, went to everything, everywhere, all yeah. at once. The uh, the, the, t- the team, just like uh, Critics' Choice, same yeah. as Critics' Choice. Uh, Golden Globes gave it to Spielberg. I thought you were going to say the Golden Globes gave it to one Daniel, then the other. Uh, they Those gave it to Spielberg. Uh, Spielberg and the Fablemans uh, awesomely shut out at the Oscars completely. Um, and uh, original screenplay, mm-hmm. uh, again, everything, everywhere, all at once. Uh, same as a critic's choice. Adapted screenplay, women talking, same as a critic's choice. Yep. Uh, the Golden Globes only do one, and they gave it to Banshees of Inishirin, yep. which I'm like, eh, I mean, okay, but I didn't think the screenplay was like that fantastic. But yeah. I mean, I I like the movie. The right. mo- movie's good, no thing. But, yeah. you know, whatever. Um, Didn't give it to either of the winners right. from the uh cinematography yeah this is where uh things went for me a little a little screwy and surprising yeah because then all of a sudden all quiet quiet. western front wins everything else right yeah which was amazing yeah that uh you had a foreign movie picking up these other things and not just foreign movie and if it also won foreign movie but if you're watching the oscars because they don't do the top categories. I mean, they do actress, you know, quick to get everybody right, in. Right. But I actually started thinking, man, I wonder if this is an all quiet year. Cause it started picking up some words left and right. And you're like, well, wait a minute. Yeah. If you're watching it live, then yeah. giving it, yeah. Maybe this is going to be a hell of a night. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, uh, all quiet won the Oscar critics choice went to top gun, which, you know, I'm going to defend that. I understand I, it. I get it. I'm Cinematography about. I get it. It's a hell of a visual film in some ways. Yeah. That's why it's such a good film. Uh, okay, production design again. Yeah. The Oscars gave that to All's Quiet. Uh, the Critics' Choice gave it to Babylon, which uh, I even said at the time I, I'm kind of okay with. I don't like the movie, right? But the production design is amazing was looking. Yeah, right. yeah. I mean, it really was yeah. pretty cool. Um, and then you've got international all's quiet one. Yeah. The critics choice gave it to RRR, right. which could not have won the Oscar because that's the Oscars rules because that's not the submitted movie by the country. So then you can't win. Right. <laughs> and the critics choice don't bother with that. Yeah. Uh, they don't take that into consideration. Um, but for the Oscars, the country to has to nominate movie, it. Right. And it's not the movie they picked, so all's yeah. quiet one uh, anyway. And uh, the Golden Globes gave it to Argentina in 1985, which still a good movie, yeah. but you know whatever. Anyway, so that's our Oscar rundown, where you don't really need to know anything because 
Two well, movies, one. Yeah, right. Everything. It's there one are, of those. There things. are a few more that I didn't cover. Yeah, sure. Um, the like animated Pinocchio. Yeah, Guillermo Pinocchio one, one, Guillermo one one for animated, and yeah. you know, I I think if I had said to anybody, most anybody, um, especially people who hadn't seen all ten films, you know, even if they'd seen half of them, if I'd just said, "Look, imagine an evening where Top Gun Maverick wins more awards than Elvis." banshees and the fablemans you know you'd be like yeah you're full of shit there's no way the fact that the fact that and and to be sure maverick won one award which was sound engineering yeah it won uh yeah it, it was sound sound something sound. i think it's sound engineering right um because in my mind i'm imagining them playing the clip with all the blasting and the the jets and stuff um i just i thought for sure that if it was everything everywhere that there would be smaller categories that banshees and fablements would take right because that's just the way that sometimes the academy votes right Jeez, they, yeah damn. they're like uh they, they, they will do the voting frequently where they're like well i'm not gonna vote for spielberg right. or whatever but we gotta give them something, something. so we'll get michelle williams yeah, in yeah. there again you know and it's just or or it's just some other thing like screenplay you know it's something that says we saw your film right. and we see you we'll see you next yeah, year and no and Man, thank god nothing uh well favorite for and, sure and, you but, know, um yeah i thought anybody for i i genuinely i i'm so happy that kwan won really right because because he's such a fantastic actor right like watching him give his speeches all over the place been heartfelt and genuine and touching it's also pretty cool to see harrison ford up there embracing him like i love that angle it's awesome to see spielberg like embracing that happening i wanted to see barry keegan win just to see right. what he would say how he would do yeah he wouldn't be the character but i just think man that dude he's so good yeah but you know is what it is so that yeah like you said that was the oscars this year uh yeah so that's the oscars and i just have to say uh before we move on uh completely past the oscars um i, I just have to like come out right now and say the oscars should just stop doing the in memoriam thing oh god yeah like I, I don't know how anyone can be in charge of uh doing that and every year they screw up they screw it up yeah every year People complain about it every year. It's horrible. Every year you've got the families of people who died like up in arms. The only thing people talk about, like at this point, the people who do get the memorialized are like background noise because all anyone remembers is the extent to which you screwed it up. Yeah. And it doesn't help fix anything for the next year and get any better the next year every year they leave out tons of people and this year especially they left out some people that i'm like what in the hell like you know uh some years they'll leave out somebody who you know had like a secondary role on a sitcom in the 70s sure and people are like, you left out this guy. And I'm right. like, well, okay, look, we maybe can't, we yeah. can't cover every single person right. who died in a year. But there's, especially like the last five years, yeah. like every Larry year it's worse and yeah. worse. And and there are there are people that I'm like, I, I can't believe how you have anyone at all and do this at all and don't have this person. Right. And it's like, whatever anyway i mean if if you're going to mess it up so badly right that the stop. only thing anyone stop. remembers <laughs> yeah just stop doing stop it all together how many how many years in a row would somebody have to let you know let someone walk on stage and smack someone before they got better security right. i'm betting one right how many years before the Academy's like, well, on Monday, Monday morning, they're right. having their meeting. Like we're taking a beating on the remembrance right. again. Be like, Tom, Tom, who do you have looking at this list? And he goes, well, I mean, my daughter, she's coloring. I mean, she's doing the best she can, you know, and you're just like one year, let's get it right. Just, right. just I mean, you know, that made, that reminded me of something that, uh, I am just going to throw out really quickly. Um, 
not for any reason, just because uh, I I loved it and thought it was hilarious. Yeah. Uh, there's a new show coming out on Freebie. And if you are not checking out Freebie, man, you are You're missing. Making, you are making a mistake. Oh, wow. Right? Okay. There is like a lot. It's all, you know, now it's just, it's got yeah. commercials and so right. whatever. They have like a lot of cool stuff. Interesting. On there. They have some original things that yeah. are pretty cool. Um, I don't know if they have anything that's in a, a Freebie original that I think is like awesome or anything. Yeah. But they got like a lot of old shows and everything. They have a lot of stuff on there. So check that out. And uh, but they got a new original show coming out. It's called Jury Duty, and uh, and it is hilarious. This is the thing. Yeah, it, it is like it is totally hilarious. It is like a fake documentary. Yeah, about people being on jury duty, right? right? And you and you've got this trial going on. And, and the whole thing. And it starts with when they show up for the first day of like jury selection yeah. and like whether or not they're going to get picked. <laughs> yeah. Then it, then it just goes on with like the trial and like day to day, whatever. Yeah. There's only one guy who's not in on it. Everyone else is an actor. Oh, wow. Except this one guy oh, who's God. on jury duty. Yeah. All the other jurors are whatever. And uh, I'm not even sure if this is a spoiler. I'm supposed to say it, but I don't think it's any kind of spoiler. But James Marsden yeah. is on the jury. Oh, for Christ's sake. Who's not recognizing him? No, no. they. He's as. James oh, James Marsden. Mars, okay. as All right. Marsden, okay. Right. He's like going. Look, but he was I, playing Tom or something. No, no. He's like uh, he meets the guy. The guy only barely knows who he right. is anyway. Yeah. Um, And he's like, yeah, I was in this. I was in this and yeah. whatever. And he's like, well, I knew I recognized you from somewhere. That's blah, funny. Blah, blah. And, uh, and then other than that, it's just, that's such a dirty trick. All, Cause that all, actually validates the insanity. That's what of it. I said, right. I said, that's genius. It is because if you were screwing with somebody, that's what you would you, do. If you right. were making it fake, you wouldn't have, no, you'd never real, risk it. Actors right. or whatever. Right. That's and, genius. Uh, You're right. And he's talking about have, trying to get out of God, it. That's brutal. He's got to go. Wait, I got other things. Yeah. Or, oh, you know, whatever. Man. Oh man! And the whole thing is all the 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 defense attorney is right. like a wow is like a goo what a riot like screwing everything up, and uh, and and there's this one part where uh, I don't know he says something about you know his nephew working on the, the defense attorney says something about his nephew yeah. like working on something I don't know his like presentation and it gets all screwed up and whatever i don't know but it's really, this sounds good it's really it sounds funny. good and uh and i think it comes out like within the next week or two i, I mean i'll that is such I'll a dirty trick because you're right man that absolutely insulates so cool. if you if you ever for one minute we're like hey, i'm on a room and show like what is it right if enough if, if you enough that things happen right. and enough people act right bonkers right right, right. because there's a lot of people doing you start looking in the bushes stuff. for cameras yeah you, you you're like all right come on right? man what's and going there on is, it's so funny i got to like the third oh, episode and that's exactly what i did but by the time i got into it and got to like the third episode i was like you know the fact that james marston is there is actually like a hell of a sell yeah <laughs> it's it is the absolute gravity to the whole thing being real that i would be like man what a weird world right all right, right. i'm in like this is a strange and, case you know and oh, dude that's that's if you great. started thinking that it was fake, right? Yeah. If you started thinking it was fake, you would you would have to think this is like the lowest budget thing yeah. that, that right. ever happened. Right. And why would James Marsden do it? Right. Right. Like because right. he's <laughs> he's got some stuff that he's been right. Yeah. He's not dried up and out of the uh, just, uh oh but, man, what a genius. But move. it is uh, that's really cool. It is a screwy, hilarious thing. So anyway. Uh, just to throw that. Okay, sixty-five. And I wonder what I said that made you think of that. You said something about uh, my kid coloring, or yeah, so, yeah, oh, is that what it did? Okay, it, it right. reminded me of him because I'm now I'm thinking I'm like, what made him think of jury duty? <laughs> you know, but anyway. All right. So anyway, 65. Uh, yeah. So sixty-five. Oh. Um, this is a this is a weird movie. I have to say, I have to throw out my biases right before yeah. I uh, yeah. talk about what's going on. Um, and you know, like we sometimes cover the trailers a bit and, yeah. and, I, and I will say, I feel like the trailer is a 
pretty decent yeah. inroad, right? If yeah. you watch the trailer and you go, yeah, I might like that, then that is in fact what you're getting. And I think you're yeah. probably going to like I think it. Probably, yeah. if, you, if you watch the trailer and go, eh, I want to. And so I have to say on that note, right? I watched right. the trailer and I was like, my exact thoughts watching this trailer was were that's either going to be really really cool, yeah, or it's going to be just the worst piece of garbage, right. uh, career destroying, <laughs> oh no, you know oh, nonsense. No. Because yeah. it could because watching the trailer, yeah, I was I was kind of invested. I was like, I don't know, dinosaurs, monsters, you're escaping Adam whatever, Driver, right? You know, and uh, and I like Adam Driver, yeah. Right? And uh, and I like him, I like him mostly because whatever he's in, uh, you know, I don't know, is he like a great actor, whatever, I don't know. But like, I can't help but like him. Yeah. Right? Even when he does weird stuff, like uh, when he was in like uh, that old uh, Greta Gerwig something, I forget which one, like Francis Ha or one of those. Oh yeah. Um, forget which one he's in, but he's in one of those, and he was like really he was really good and he was on the girls show yeah. and it's just, you, you just like him and believe him. Right. And do you necessarily watch it and go, that's the greatest acting I've ever seen. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know about that, but you know, whatever. Right. Anyway. So he's in it, but, but, but like I was into the trailer pretty well. Yeah. I was like, ah, you know, if I'm in the right mood, like I, I'll watch that. Yeah. But it's, seemed to me also obvious from watching the trailer that it could go so wrong right like it could just be you know it's kind of like for me because i'm not a horror guy yeah right it's like horror trailers like there are frequently horror trailers where i'm like that could be something yeah then i watch it and i go yeah (laughs) they got me again this is why i don't do this Yeah. yeah yeah so anyway um so yeah going into it i was like nervous or whatever um anyway and we'll just jump into it right uh adam driver is and the the movie totally gives all this away sure even though when you start watching the movie it's almost like it's supposed to be a surprise right yeah and it's weird yeah uh it seems really weird the way it does it but when you're watching the movie it kind of acts like we're just talking about some other place in space right here's like an adventure and this guy's a pilot and something's going to happen yeah and then suddenly it goes surprise he's on earth right right but it's like i don't know the poster tells you that that was sort of obvious too it was a weird way that the movie works right if all your promotion is going to just say (laughs) say that too right yeah um, anyway, but he is from, you know, wherever he's from some other planet. Uh, he's on like a two year space mission to yep. some deep exploration, whatever it is. And apparently his two year trip is to go pick up people and bring them back. And they're going to be in suspended animation. Right. Yeah. And, uh, and he runs into a meteor storm that, was not on the maps. Yeah, it's never whatever, on the charts. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which hits the ship and causes him to crash land on Earth yep. 65 million years ago, right before the big giant meteor is going to come and right. wipe out the dinosaurs, right. according to, you know, depending on which theory or if you're believing in history. Yeah. To right. Yeah. Tomorrow. Right. Who knows? Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, but that's so that's the gig. So he's crash landed. He has to find a way to get off. At first, he thinks, you know, there is, there, there is no, no way, no such thing as like getting I'm off. Done. I'm never getting off. Yeah. Then he finds the one cryo thing that has this little girl in it. Yeah, but she speaks a different Sometimes. language than he does because I don't know. She's from France and he's I guess. from Canada or yeah. you know whatever the yeah. whatever the translation story is right yeah. you know, they don't speak the same language right and uh and then you know hilarity ensues they have to find a way and he yeah. he sees part of the ship that should be an escape pod right. according to his little tricorder his little device yeah his little iPhone anyway so they have to make the trek over there but there's dinosaurs and giant bugs and yeah 
man-eating things holes right and whatever yeah right yeah and uh and so hilarity ensues and that's basically the thing it's just this uh very straightforward like kind of adventure yeah. so uh so getting on to things i gave this one uh eight and uh off there and i both wanted to rate it higher and lower yeah and then ultimately i off. i rated it at eight Man, um, I, gave you, I thought you were only gonna give it a six uh so and that makes sense because i wanted to give it a six right and yeah. i wanted to give it damn near 10 mm. I, I don't think i don't think i ever wanted to like give it 10 yeah but i wanted to give it like close to 10 but there are huge chunks of this movie that i really loved and i thought were were actually just insanely good yeah they were they were kind of like uh taken me back to like the first jurassic park where everything was not predicated on somebody doing something right. stupid right 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 and, and it was like no look man there's dinosaurs that's good enough yeah right? you don't also For have people. to have stupid people yeah they're, they're big scary dinosaurs you don't have to do a stupid thing for the dinosaur to be right. flipping scary and kill you right or whatever there were a lot of but then there were some parts of it too where i was like that seems dumb yeah. like <laughs> like yeah uh, what are you doing that for? Yeah. and then there were some oh, parts cool. there were some parts this is a quick movie too it's like yeah. just over like 90 minutes yep. and thank god it's almost over long at that. at that um there are some parts where the pacing i thought just kind of lulled a little bit too much where it just made me stare at stuff and think about stuff too much yeah right there were some long pauses where you know we have to try and ingratiate ourselves with the girl and mm -hmm. make her calm and then the girl's gonna flip out and go no i'm just not moving or right. whatever right and there's some of that where I, I just have to think too long right yeah where i just have to you know start going you know why didn't he bring all the guns like right. Like he had a whole thing right. of guns. He brought one bag of marbles <laughs> and one gun. Bring all the marbles. Yep. There were a lot of marbles. Guns. He he sees the exploding marbles. And, and then we see a lot you, of them. If you take yeah. the gun and you go out yeah. and you think, I don't know, maybe I have somewhat uh reasonable things to deal with. I got this gun. I'm good. Yeah. Then you see a dinosaur. You know, right. Then go back and get, get the rest the, of the guns. Right, because I know right. I'm not that far. I need yeah. like more. Right. Whatever. Anyway, uh, what I did like about the movie—not that this is like any big deal—but yeah. I just happen to think about it right now. I did like the fact that his guns worked. You know. Right. Like, right. No, I get. I know what you mean. I'm like, man, you can fly spaceships. I better have a gun that can kill a dinosaur. Right. right. Because like, how hard is that really? Right. Compared to what else? What? Ever other technology you better be able to have right to be doing all the shit you can do right you know so that was cool because i could see a different movie you know you got a giant dinosaur and like you're really slipping with like yeah. a 44 yeah. <laughs> and the dinosaur is going whatever right or you know right i don't know anyway uh so anyway i gave it a that's cool it, it, i agree i think it's it's the kind of thing especially when i saw the trailer too and i looked and i thought mm -hmm. Oh, this this could actually be really really fun. Um, I was a little hesitant by who made it. It's the same crew that I disliked making Quiet Place, so I had that oh, going yeah, yeah. against it. And I'm like, that's a novel idea. It's an interesting idea, but you you took that idea and just dumb dumb things with it that no one in that situation would do. And I thought, oh no, right? We're gonna do the same thing. Uh, I came pretty close to giving this three and a half. I'll give it four. Uh, I, I, I teetered in exactly the opposite direction for a bunch of things. Um, aside from what I'll compliment it on first, which is two best strengths of the film are that it is, you know, it's, it's a 93 minute movie. You figure six of those are, are credits, right? So it's right. just an 80 something minute movie. Right. And that's a big strength to it, especially for what it's trying to do. Um, I actually think Adam Driver is really great in this. Uh, especially, I almost leaned over and said this to you. And it's the first scene of the film where 
he's having to tell his wife and his daughter who's sick the reason he's going away is because he'll be paid handsomely for this and they can get her some medicine or treatment for a ailment a disease or a predicament that she has it just looks like they're on a planet that has bad air and she's asthmatic you know that's the right. cliff note version and the scene with him interacting with his daughter and when he's playfully teasing her because she can't in essence whistle right and i and there's just this moment where he's just like and i'm i'm not meaning this literally but i'm i'm looking at him perform and i'm like he's glowing this is amazing like it's so simple and i'm like this makes me want to watch white noise again like just because of how good how good adam driver can be doing just passing the potatoes writing with a pencil like right, right. oh my god look at him he's bonding with this girl i believed him i was like i was hook line and sinker six minutes into this thing watching him just do this affectionate scene with his daughter and i still think throughout the course of the film he does everything well my problem is with the film my problem is that the film is so rote and boring even when it's exciting because it doesn't do anything interesting for me that isn't really just like a trope in essence and you laid out the film perfectly he's got to take this young girl who he discovers is miraculously surviving the crash after he almost commits suicide because he thinks he's alone on this planet and we all know what the planet is because it says it in the beginning it says literally you know we have a strange visitor on prehistoric earth we've all seen the jurassic park films we all know what dinosaurs are going to do that's the strength of the film and yet still for me somehow it managed to maneuver into a bunch of easy lazy tropes that didn't feel as exciting as they ought to feel as fast paced as i think they should have been i mean i get there's even a time where they're in trouble and they're doing some cavernous sort of escaping and throwbacks you know it's a throwback to a feeling of like i should have been like creeped out more like i was in the descent but i'm just sort of like all right you're gonna get through this or you're not you still got the exploding marbles something's gonna happen really i thought the story was so flat when it was so simple jurassic park laid all the groundwork for everything even before people even before people you can all you can always argue about Jurassic Park that people read Crichton's novel and they know what's about to happen. Okay, but there were a lot of people that didn't read that book. The best thing that Jurassic Park did wasn't to introduce the three dinosaurs lifelike as possible people knew about brontosaurus, triceratops, and obviously the T-Rex. They brought raptors in. Nobody knew what raptors were before Jurassic Park, really. Velociraptors became a pop culture thing because of how amazing and antagonistic they were. It's a film doesn't do anything it show up t-rexes and some scary little lizard things and maybe some quicksand and i'm just watching this and i'm like jesus is this the best version or the worst version of that will smith after earth film from a few years ago which i thought was visually beautiful but just thematically and narratively just dull that's where I ended up here. I thought this film looks amazing. And strangely, we didn't see it in 3D. I bet it's staggering in 3D. Like right. it visually is beautiful. I was just so damn bored by everything and found that he's got to take this girl seven miles to the escape pod, which is conveniently right side up. And I was so annoyed that it got knocked upside down. And the yeah, only way, and the not. only way it can be saved for, for everything to be saved is the problem I have with so many movies that make this mistake is it's lazy writing. Every time there's a bomb that's going to go off, every time there's a timer that's counting down, they only cut the right wire when it's at one. Right. Nobody does it at seven. Right. You know, they do it in spoof movies and that gets it right. Someone's like, you know, we got 11 seconds. It's okay. I stopped it. We got 11 seconds. He's like, okay, I thought we are going to count down to one. You know, miraculously other things happen to get the spaceship righted upright so they can blast off just as the killer meteors oh, right. give me a break yeah i was so disappointed yeah, in it because visually like, it does bad. i didn't like anything i think really about the very end uh, oh because yeah. all of so dumb all of the very end was um you know i don't even know if it was like tropism really or like uh you know lazy or exactly whatever but what it was 
was like looking at what had to happen and having some really, I thought, kind of backwards idea for uh, just what it means for like the next thing to happen in a movie. Yeah. Right. Like, uh, and basically, like you said, what happens, what ends up happening is that, uh, you know, eight lucky things in a row have right. to happen in order for you to win. Right. And then it's like, ah, come on, like whatever. Um, I didn't like any of that stuff either. I didn't yeah. like the fact that the thing fell. Yeah, I didn't either. Um, because it just didn't need to, right? I didn't like that he runs off uh, and then she comes and saves him at the That's, last second. That, that was, was when I turned. That was awful. Yep. Right. That that was all horrible. But this is all like the last like 10 minutes. Yeah, or I know. Somewhere around there. Yeah. Um, but that stuff was really goofy. I didn't even like uh what i really didn't like was at the very end when they do take off and they like basically just barely missed it i know that's what i'm saying too Come on. i know you know what's I mean, funny now you're not even like thinking hard enough about what a dumb thing you're doing right, right? you just that, want to do this visual like, thing you just yeah you just have this video like the, you know that was probably the first thing they ever did right go, look at this video and it's now we hallway. have to make that happen dude it's not right it's not a hallway the space above you is in every direction right go the direction away from the thing that's coming towards you I'll tell you why i'm frustrated also is that i can be so irritated i was really i flipped hard against it when she saves him in a big open area. I know it's steamy and it's every, but it's mostly flat right. without these geysers popping up these geysers. Uh, and, and, and she just sort of runs out of nowhere that if that were really happening, he'd have seen and panicked and tried to like, it just, it wouldn't work that way. Right. However, you take, oh God, what was it? Maybe four minutes before that. And there's a scene I'm absolutely in love with when he's pinned down and his, Tricorder there is showing footage of his daughter and the T-Rex is trying to bite right, the image right, of his right. daughter. And you see something in Adam Driver's face flip from, I'm going to die. I just got to try to get this kid out of here because she's a heavy handed metaphor for my daughter. You know, and I hated that too. But when he sees the, the dinosaur chewing the hologram of his daughter and something flips in him and you, I mean, if I were writing a paper, I'd be like, dude's a caveman now he's gonna kill that monster because right, it's right. hurting his kid i loved that scene yeah i loved it i'm like do that more and i'm in for eight or nine stars and, and but then you do something so stupid yeah and, and the then, quicksand scene is another thing that the quicksand annoys scene the hell is horrible out of me. yeah suddenly there's a branch big enough and she's dropping it and i'm like anytime there's a dumb thing like that in a film i hold my breath in the audience i'm like let's see how long i can do this right and I'm like, all right, I'm dead. Well, and not only that, and but then he gets the branch. So I mean, come on, oh, I, so bad. I most right, dumb. I almost want to appreciate like the throwbackness of that to like Beastmaster or anything. Just old movies where I know quicksands. Yeah, thing. I know, I know. Despite the fact that you know movies made up quicksand, no, it's not actually quicksand doesn't work that way. You ever get stuck in quicksand? You're like, oh. Well, I'm out of this. Yeah. Anyway, no, um, yeah, that part was uh, that part was awful, but it did it did really try its best to like crater to the end. And the thing that yeah. sucks is the the theory behind making the movie where we can't get that scene that you like, yeah, unless the thing falls right. and the stupid stuff happens. And it's like, no, man, right? You could get there Easily. some other way, yep. right? You could have that same scene. Yep. But if you go back before like the last 15 minutes of the movie, yep. I liked so much of yeah. what happened all through it. And I liked them too. And a lot of it, I probably shouldn't have. Right. Yeah. Cause there's a lot of it where there's another part of my brain going, yeah. you know, whatever, because it kind of is kind of is, but I, but I liked so much. And you know, one thing that I thought was great about the movie that it, you know it will never get enough attention for because it'll never get much attention right anyway. anyway but just the fact that we go through so much of it and he just doesn't have to talk yeah or like have narration yeah or he's talking to himself going you know why'd you do that stupid right. or you know whatever yep. like he just can 
do what he's doing. Well, even at like like a person might would actually. would <laughs> there, there are scenes there where it's very monosyllabic. Like he's, and it's also because she doesn't understand the language. Of course, conveniently. She learns English, you know, pretty quick for five words, right? Family, you know, because we got to have this weird betrayal. Uh, there, I, I don't know if it's the same scene you're thinking of, but I definitely remember one scene where he's like calling her to pause, and then he's like, "Okay, move, move," right? And the move is all the dialogue you need on five pages. Like that's it. He's awesome about it. Yeah, he's killing it. You know, the idea that. The idea that you got seven miles, imagine walking seven miles to, to freedom. You know, that's one thing you're and and we have the benefit of knowing the planet he's on, not just because it's our planet, but we know what, again, right. we have all the Jurassic park films and all the dinosaur movies, monster films. We know that there is going to be cute things that spit acid at you around every corner. There's three bugs for every scene that was daggeringly, surprisingly great. Like when he realizes she's hurt when she's sleeping right, and that there's right, something right. in on or around her. Like I watched that and I went, son of a bitch, this is an amazing movie. Like that takes what I'm talking about with Jurassic park to another level. You don't just assume everyone wants to see a T-Rex all the time. The smaller bugs are the things that are really going to get you. Um, the moment that there's like this cavernous solution and she gets out on one side and she doesn't know if he's trapped or alive or dead. But she's got the exploding marbles, and she just like as Heidi Ho, I'm off to work we go. Right. And I'm like, again, I'm in love with 45 seconds of every four minutes of this film. And after 85 minutes, it's just like, I sort of am disliking the majority of the movie. What I really like are little snippets here and there that I can point to on my hand. I can't count more than one handful of them. Yeah. Why would she? Why would she do that at that point? Because I don't, I don't know enough about her character, except don't think she would leave him. I think she would do what every child would do, which is make the mistake and go back for him right? or circle around and see if I could find another cavern or maybe there's nowhere near this one. So I'll take a couple marbles and maybe blow a door. Maybe I'll right. wing him. I don't know, but like do something other than be like, got the bag. I'm going, I don't even know which way I'm going, but I'm going like, give me a friggin' break. Uh, I don't know. Anyway. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm glad you had fun with there, there are a lot of things that are a little goofy, but I even liked uh, some of the things that, if you know, if I was totally analyzing them in one way, I wouldn't yeah. like, right? Like some of the stuff that he does are like, ah, I mean, why would he do that? But then, you know, he does it and I'm like, well, I mean, people do dumb things. Sure. And this is like... Sure. You know, this guy's not Rambo. Right. He's just a pilot. He's not even a space marine. Right, right, right. He's the he's the taxi. So driver. I'm like, well, I yeah. mean, I don't you know, maybe that's what he would do right there. Right. And there were a lot of times, um, especially in, you know, the first hour of the movie. Yeah. I really, really liked most of. Yeah. There were a lot of times uh that he would do whatever, right? Whatever, yeah. whatever part where the way he is confronted with that there are dinosaurs, I yeah. was like, you know what? That's a dude who just dropped out of space right. and has no clue what he's about to see. And suddenly sees yeah. a dinosaur. I'm like, man, <laughs> he did that. Right. Great. Right. right. He's just so yeah. oddly believable and yeah. being just a dude, especially when like at first he's like, I don't know, there's trees here. There right. didn't seem to be anything built up. Right. But he's not even like looking around for shit right? right he just goes outside and sits out in the dark and yep. he's like i'm trapped here right he doesn't even he doesn't like oh maybe there are you know 100 foot tall right. monsters that are gonna get right. me or whatever there were some things too where i was like ah, i don't know would dinosaurs really do that i feel like now you're poking me or right. whatever but still overall oh. i i love the the way that the movie was not trying to do anything else, you know? I agree. There is obviously the story about his daughter yeah. and the story about, well, now I got this girl, so now now I have to save her right. at least or whatever, and he, you know, picks up that ball and runs with it. But it's not trying to do anything else. It's yeah. just going, look, we have to get here. Right. 
And then he starts getting the thing about what's this weird light in the sky. And now maybe there's some urgency to how fast we have to get there. And I feel like if that would have happened earlier, I would have liked the movie more. I agree with that. Because I think once you crash here and that thing's over there. Right. Right. I mean, what if we, it takes us a week to get there. Right. Who cares? Right. Right. What if we just go like some really safe version of doing this? Yeah. That will, right. That will, we're still going to get there. Right. Right. But it's not until they're, you know, halfway there, almost there or something that all of a sudden it's like, oh shit, we got to go. Right. I'm like, you know, if we'd have had that closer to the beginning. Yeah. I mean, all you got to do is have his tricorder pop up at one point and go. Beep, beep, right. big thing, incoming, whatever. Right. right. Yeah. And I'm like, I feel like we had the sense of urgency when we the, didn't uh, need to, and it didn't completely make sense. Yeah. Especially because he's not Rambo, right? He's not going to just go, ah, screw these dinosaurs. I'll get us there. I'm going, right? Yeah. He'd be like going, what can I build out of my ship right. that will protect I want to see. Or- I want to see more Martian. I want to see more Matt Damon being like, all right, I got to get from A to B. How am I going to do that? Right. Like, and and he's got the little things when they go to sleep. He just sets up these things and goes, right. now we're safe. And I'm like, what? Yeah. Why are we safe now? What do those things do? Right. Like, why, just wanted, why don't you walk around all the time with those things? I thought, I thought of this too. I thought a great scene that they missed is, and again, if you believe the Jurassic Park films, there's a great scene where, uh, where Sam Neill's in the tree with the kids, right? And then there's just a brontosaur that just pops its head up. It's not a meat eater. He's like, it's a plant eater. And they're telling Timmy and everybody else. I'm like, dude, that's a great perimeter. What about this really tall dinosaur that just leans its head in through your circle and doesn't really come near these things? Like, that would be a fantastic scene. I mean, and the show him like do I, anything either. I know. <laughs> just gonna show him like, I don't know what I don't know. Everything right. is alive. Right. I would shoot a tree before I leaned against it. You know, he's humanoid. He's human looking. So you think he comes from a planet that must be similar to ours a long time ago and galaxy far away, right? Right. right. I saw I saw a quick interview. Um, it was an easy one, and they were asking him um, about like what films he liked as a kid. You know, when he was watching action films, because they saw this and they had a good Predator vibe. And he got really Adam was really excited. He goes, "Man, that's great!" Because Predator is one of my favorite action films. There were times when I was watching this that I got sort of a Predator vibe, and I don't know that that was purposeful or now that I knew that I looked for it. When he first lands, it's very. I mean, he's in Star Wars, but it's very Dagobah. Like, he lands in the water. There's things swimming that look huge around him. And you're like, it's about to go down quick. Right. And in my mind, I'm thinking, this is an 85-minute movie, man. Things are going to go wild fast. No, nope. Doesn't turn around. Doesn't hear anything. You know, he's just kind of like moping around. And I'm like, again, you don't have to be the smartest, most lethal cab driver in space but you got to at least grab more than one gun you got to grab all the exploding you can grab why are there exploding marbles on your taxi anyway like where did you get the arm like so anyway when i start down that road i'm just like oh for christ's sake film is the film is really beautiful to look at the cgi is actually strangely i thought there's a moment when there's a lot of dinosaurs fighting near the end, not right. quite at the end, but near the end. And I thought, man, did they run out of money. Is this going to go the Morbius route where everything's in shadows? Yeah. And it didn't. It looked, I thought it looked beautiful all the way through. Yeah. My big thing is just the stupidity of the writers. These guys who did the same problem that I had in a quiet place, which is lay down a, a world, here are the rules, and then just watch us fumble with it all. Right. Jeez, come on. Yeah. I think, uh, I think definitely if somebody else had eyes on this, right? Yeah. And but you know who knows because uh, action movies are you know kind of notorious for that. Yeah. No, uh, exactly. You know, people, they're not all winners. People don't pay attention to that sort of stuff, and they don't care. And if you go look, why did this have to happen? Right. right. Or whatever. They're like, because look at the cool crash it made. Yeah. And, right. You know, who knows? So like for your average movie goer, <laughs> and, it's, it's like, you know, they don't care anyway. So why am I yeah. going to change my movie? The hilarious thing for me, and I haven't seen anyone say it, although it's the most obvious thing in the world. This isn't a revolutionary thought, but if it is a bit like Predator, you know, really the mission of the film is just get to the chopper. Right. You know, and I love that because that's all they're trying to do, you know, before 
Schwarzenegger's like, well, I probably got to kill an alien first, right. you know, and I'm going to try to do that. There's no way that Adam Driver could beat anything in Jurassic World film hand to hand. Like, obviously, that's right, stupid. Right. But that gun seemed pretty helpful, right. you know, and again, marbles everywhere, dude. When she throws, when she throws the whole bag of marbles at the tiny like iguana, right. and it just blows the tree stump, and I'm like, now wait a minute, I just watched two of these blow a whole cavern. Right. This is what I'm saying. Like, yeah, and, then, and then, well, like, sitting, why did she have to throw a bunch of them anyway? Why right. couldn't she just well, throw one? The funny thing is, like, I get it. She's a kid. Like, if he's like, "Where's the bag?" and she's like, "No bag," you know, and he's like, oh, "No family," right? And that would be a mistake that a kid would make. I embrace that. Right. When you're telling me you're thinking you make good story moves here, like that's just numb. See, and then, and then happened for like a long time. I was going through the movie and I sort of didn't care. Yeah. Then the movie had to do the part where like the thing is running out of juice. And I'm like, right. Well, well if now it can run out of juice, right. then how did you not take them all? Right. right? Now it's a different thing. Yeah. If you'd have just not had that part. I would have been fine with taking a gun. Then, right. right. It's an unlimited Why ammo gun. Why yeah. more than what gun, right? Oh, now it doesn't make any sense. Uh, Except you shoot two-handed or what. Right. Oh, well, yeah. But Well, we're sitting there. You're, you're having an eight. I'm having a four. We're seeing the same film. And what happened to me was you were able to look as you were having fun with it. I just kept hitting every hurdle. Couldn't stop hitting everyone. Like, that's dumb. Why'd you yeah. do that? Why'd you do that? That's dumber. And it really, because now, now as it gets closer to the end, it actually makes more of those mistakes quicker right. than it did in the beginning. Yeah, in the beginning, it made end, very few of them. And is sad. Oh, and like, like I said before, the first hour of it. It's not bad. I really, really liked. Yeah. And if yeah. there were any smaller things. Yeah. You were having enough fun to yes. forgive it. Yeah. By the time it gets to the end, that's like all it has. Yeah. And it's like, it's like the theory behind the thing is that there has to be like 10 magic hurdles yeah. that you can't actually get over, but we're, we'll give you a magic way to get over right. them. Right. And, and like, you know, how many different times should they really have died? And, you know, a girl magically comes out and saves him. Yeah. Which is nonsense. Yep. And, you know, the thing has to fall, then it has to get righted somehow. Yeah. And, yeah. and, you know, the, the funny thing, too, for me is like when it first falls. Yeah. And then he finally, it, you know, comes back to consciousness because they were in this crash or whatever. Like he doesn't really have a lot of reaction. Right. Right. And I feel like he would. Yeah. Right. He, yeah. We were we were right there. Right now we're completely screwed. We right. can never get out of this. Right. Yeah. But, you know whatever. Uh. Yeah. It has a lot of parts at the end. What a what a. I mean, and this is because I'm I'm doing three or four things when I'm watching it. When it gets righted, just before T Rex runs at it and messes everything, you know, up, messes it up right. You know, that visual yeah. blew me away. Like that visual of that dinosaur turning, and you actually you're like. If I was a dinosaur, I'd be pissed. You'd be like, my lizard brain, I wouldn't be mad. Dinosaur was pissed. Yeah. It moved like a pissed off dinosaur. Yeah, and you know, I loved it. You know, spoilery stuff for the end. Like, this is my own personal weird thing because this yeah. never happened, right? No right. one would ever make this movie, right? Right. But at the end, like, she's in the ship. It magically gets righted. Yeah. He's out there. There's a dinosaur in between. He can't get there. And right. he, and he's yells right? right he goes launch it and right. he runs away so the dinosaur will follow him yep and then there's another movie where that's what she does yeah and he's there and he dies right. and i'm like that movie's fucking killer yeah definitely <laughs> definitely <laughs> that, he's watching that that leave. movie would rock then there's a third film where she does it and she doesn't know how to steer it she hits the big meteor coming right at her because there's yeah, no way he's got all the way no. around <laughs> uh, you know well uh, but anyway. for a second, I thought that is what I, was going to happen. I did too, especially Be when he takes off. Because he takes off, and there's no way but for him to get back. Honestly, right? It, it's it's a very interesting visual choice. It sounds goofy, but the way he runs out of that scene, I knew he was going to die on the planet. Like right. I was sure. Right. Of it. I'm like, oh, there's like an alternate ending on the yeah. DVD. 
do like this. I do like this. I like the idea. I like the precept of the whole thing. I like that it's not trying to build a franchise. I like that right, it's right. just a film. It's just a sci-fi story. Right. I mean, because what are you going to do? I mean, now we're 64, on planet 63 million years. I mean, right now, he the numbers. Yeah. <laughs> You know, 65 is fine. In my opinion, this thing should be 86, but it's fine. But don't do a 66 or a 67. Right, right, like, right. knock it off. But uh, but I, I do have to say, like, we started at the beginning, right? If you yeah. if you like the trailer yeah, and you can forgive some stuff. Some stuff. Right. And most people can. You're probably really mostly going to like it. You're going to have fun. So yeah. uh, it's, it's worth just checking check out. It out. And if you can give it a break at all just to, like, be... Yeah, really cool yeah. stuff, right? It, yeah, it is, it is it's beautiful. Fun, it's a fun one. Yeah. All right. Uh, so that's all we got time for today, mm-hmm. and I am really not sure what we're doing next week because there are several options. Awesome. So yeah, uh, we're outside the realm of knowing right. exactly what's coming week yeah. to week, but there are uh, plenty of things that we might talk about, and we will probably okay. be talking about some TV because Ted Lasso will be coming out. Oh, yeah, right. There'll be all sorts of uh, stuff we got to right. uh, clue you in on. And uh, and I think The Last of Us just ended, which is just I think weird so. now. But anyway, yeah. uh, but thanks for tuning in. We'll right. see you next week. Right. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Hey, listeners. On behalf of myself and Shane Leonard, we want to thank you for tuning in once again. The Are You Screening podcast is brought to you by areyouscreening.com and a lot of wonderful people who help us out. Surf over to areyouscreening.podbean.com or areyouscreening.com to find out how you can become one of them. All music used in our podcast is courtesy Andrew Lord. Once again, please, please, please subscribe, rate us on iTunes, review us on iTunes, and otherwise trick your friends into listening to us. Good night.